Welcome back to another edition of the DNVR Rams podcast presented by Breckenridge Brewery. Breckenridge Brewery, make sure that you pick up their 15-can sampler. This is just going to give you your best bang for your buck, the best variety in town, a little bit of Hot Peak IPA, a little bit of Strawberry Sky, a little bit of Avalanche Ale, a little bit of Porter. Just mix it all in there, baby. It's perfect. You have something for everybody. Even better, if you don't want to leave your house, you can get Breck delivered right to your door with the Drizzly app. Or if you're in the metro area, hit up our friends at Davidson's Wine and Spirits. They do have two locations, one in Centennial, one in Highlands Ranch. Uh, They've got loyalty program. They've got just a great selection. But obviously, you can get Breck delivered right to your house with Davidson's. Shout out to them. If you're in a different region, you know, like Fort Collins up north, Use the Breck Beer Locator to find the closest liquor store near you with Breckenridge beers. It's awesome, man. It takes all of the inconvenience out of it. I hate doing the awkward, you know, shuffle through the beer aisle looking for things that I've heard of. I'm not that adventurous. I like to stick with brands I know. Breck is reliable. They're always there for me. I'm always going with Breck. This way I know, you know, before I even get in the door, what they have and how much they have of it. So it is a great deal. Shout out to Breck. We love those guys. Cool, 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 cool. Uh, Excited to talk recruiting today. I was able to catch up with Jack Howell, one of CSU's most recent commits. It was another two-for-one Monday for the Rams, actually. Got a commitment from Malachi Grant, linebacker uh, out of Florida, as well as Howell, who obviously used to be a local star, was a starting safety as well as like a, you know, hybrid quarterback type running back player for Valor Christian. Uh, Just a stellar, stellar athlete. And a guy who I think is really, really underrated. So it was it was definitely great to get his perspective. Um, you know, Ram fans are obviously going to be excited anytime you get a legacy guy. His dad was a legend, you know, played in the NFL, fourth round draft pick of the Buccaneers. Went, played in two Super Bowls, all that. I mean, it was really just fun to catch up with him. He, he has a great personality, a really bright kid. And like I said, obviously very, very talented on the football field. So if you didn't read the article, uh, make sure you go check out the article about his commitment. But he wasn't the only one. You know, Malachi Grant, a linebacker out of Florida, he also announced his commitment on Monday. I have not had a chance to speak with him yet, but I did want to read his note and acknowledge his commitment. Uh, he, he posted on a Twitter note. First off, I would like to thank my parents for always being there for me when I need them the most in my life about my important decisions. I'd like to thank my coaches for always making me go hard whenever we can be in the weight room or in the football field or in the classroom. And I'd like to thank my teammates for making me the way I am today, for helping me receive my blessings in life to be the person I am today. Now, I would like to say that I will continue my journey by committing to Colorado State to play football and pursue my academic career. Hashtag Ram Life. Congratulations, Malachi. Another big commitment for the Rams. You know, just adding on depth on that side of the ball. He uh, he actually doesn't have a, a profile listed on 247, but he has offers listed on his Twitter from UMass, uh, as well as the University of South Alabama. So a couple of uh, offers aside from CSU. I, I don't know quite as much about Malachi. I'm still kind of getting to, getting to learn him, but we'll definitely talk about him more in the coming days. Cool, cool, cool. Before before we get into this interview with Jack Howell, which, like I said, I think Ram fans are really, really going to enjoy, I did want to address this situation, the incident that happened in Loveland again. 
Uh, there were some more details that came out thanks to the reporting of the Coloradoan. I highly recommend you go read that article. But it's pretty tough. I mean, just listen to this. As Gunmanson held a gun to CSU's athlete's back and knelt on his neck, he told the man that he was not going to kill him. The police would. That's horrifying. Absolutely horrifying. If that, if that doesn't make you sick to your stomach, man. I know that there, there's some information has come out. Um, turns out Gunmanson was supposedly a, a veteran a, and even a former police officer, but is possibly mentally ill. So I, I, I don't know. I, I guess I, I need to be sensitive to that. But regardless of the fact, it seems to me like his intent was pretty clear. This was a, an, a man with a lot of hate in his heart. And we damn near had a really horrific tragedy on our hands. CSU is choosing to, uh, to protect the identity of the student-athlete involved, and I, I completely support this. I have had people reach out and ask to me, you know, you know, well, who was it? And, you know, I just, I always say the same thing. It does not matter, and it, it, it doesn't. It, it does matter who this happened to because I, I want that individual to have time to recover and get the help that they need. It definitely matters that it happened. But the public doesn't need to know who. What matters is the incident. What matters is how we respond. Putting this guy out there, it, it's just making him relive it again. That wouldn't make any sense. You know, if he wants to come forward on his own terms at some point, that's a, that's a completely different story. But to, you know, use his name just for clicks or retweets or something, that's not something I'm going to do. That's not something, you know, Eddie at, at the Loveland Reporter Herald is going to do. That's not something Kevin or Kelly or the guys at the Colorado are going to do. That's just not the way we operate. We do care about these guys. You know, there's a line. They're, they're, we're not a part of the team. So, you know, we're not here to necessarily protect them. But we do care about them. I mean, it's a relationship every single day. We work with these guys. I don't know. I've just, these last couple of days, it's been hard not to think about it and just think about how lucky we are that this wasn't worse. I'm going to talk about this more. Uh, I actually have some guests coming on this week who I think will be uh, great just people to pick their minds on this because I think this is something that we need to talk about moving forward. This is not an incident that we can just, you know, let it be. I do think Northern Colorado, Fort Collins especially, is a welcoming place. I think it is a place where everyone is welcome, but we can't we can't pretend like this is the only incident that's happened. There've been, you know, there've been some ugly things that have happened in these last 5, 6, 7 years. There've been incidents on campus. I don't know. I just it's it's frustrating because it's like it's 2020, y'all. It's 2020. It's time to wake up. It's time to stop time to stop being so hateful. I just I don't get it. I don't get it. But like I said, I am going to talk about this more uh, in the coming days, so I guess I'll move on here and get to the interview, but I did I did just want to briefly say that I support CSU's decision to, you know, protect the identity of this student athlete. That's how that's exactly what I would have done if I was in their shoes, uh, even as somebody on the media side. I, I just think it's the right thing to do because, like I said, the, the important thing is what happened and how we respond. 
exposing this athlete's identity. It's really, you know, it's really not important unless he wants to do so on his own terms. That's just how I feel. That's how I feel about the situation. So just wanted to briefly uh, go over it. But now we can jump into that interview with Jack Howell. What's the transition been like for you? It's it's pretty unique, you know, to be a football star and then move out of state to an entirely new program. Yes, sir. No, it's been awesome. Um, everything from uh, coaches, you know, to teammates, just to the school itself. Um, I love the coaches, love the teammates. We've been great, getting great work in. We finally started it up uh, last Monday and uh, we're excited for this upcoming season. You know, was the decision to move, was this based around like a, a work thing for your parents or was this just a, you know, an opportunity for you football wise? Like what, what went into that? You know, um, just opportunity football wise, like you said, um, you know, I, me and my parents and a uh, little brother, we wanted a big time atmosphere with um, really good players, um, really good exposure. And um, there's no better place to do it than, than uh, Arizona. You know, there's been great trainings, great competition down here. And um, yeah, you can't ask for much better. You know, it's been awesome. Was it hard to leave Valor just given, you know, everything you've accomplished? You got your teammates, friends, all that? Mm -hmm. No, yeah, I uh, I got so much respect for my teammates and uh, coaches and friends back in Colorado. And, um, you know, it was hard, but, uh, you know, sometimes you got to make sacrifices. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm loving the decision that I went with and uh, it's going great. You know, you're, you obviously have your senior season still, but you, you've made the decision to come back to Colorado for your college career. I'm curious, you know, what sold you on CSU and, and this staff specifically? Right. Um, you know, just Coach Adazio and the staff itself. Um, I mean, obviously the facilities are awesome. You know, the fans are awesome. Um, you know, my dad played there, which is cool and got a lot of friends and family, but ultimately it came down to, um, you know, this great, uh, great class coming in. And um, I saw what Coach Adazio and, the staff we're doing, you know, every time I talk to them, it's a, it's a real conversation with those guys. And, um, you can tell they have, they have goals and, um, and they're ready to accomplish it. And, um, we're just ready to get started. You know, they're, there's someone, they're, they're coaches you want to play for. That makes sense. That, that kind of seems to be a, a theme amongst, you know, everybody that I've talked to so far, they've talked about how, you know, this staff was really genuine with the way that they recruited them, but they also talked about how, you know, this staff was just like the most aggressive. They, they consistently hit them up. Was that the same case with you where they just like hounding you daily? Right. No, I want to, I want to use the word um, hounding. You know, I think, I think they definitely, um, they definitely hit me up a lot and uh, we're always in contact and, you know, calling and texting, you know, sending edits, but um, you know, they were, they were definitely respectful with my time as well. And um, yeah, that was a big part for me knowing that uh, they wanted me as bad as I wanted to play for them. Who are the the main coaches you were in contact with aside from Adazio? Coach Heater and uh, Coach Louis Adazio. Have they have they given you any idea of what they want you to play at? I know you you know you played safety, you played offense, you kind of been all over the place. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they uh, they want me more as a safety there. Um, I want to come in and compete as a safety, and um, that's that's my plan. Does, does that excite you? I mean, obviously, I know your dad was a defensive back too. 
but you know sometimes guys want to be like you know they want to score the points they want to be flashy all that kind of stuff or do you you enjoy playing defense no i love defense you know um i love everything about it you know i love love getting interceptions i love big hits um what i love about defense is it's uh so much team aspect you know one guy doesn't do his part and um you know the whole the whole defense will fall so just really uh just a bond like that and um you know, I'll, I'll play anywhere they, they tell me to play, but, um, you know, I love safety. I love DB, all that. What do you view as, you know, your greatest strength as a defensive back? Obviously, you led Valor in interceptions last year. I think you were second on the team in tackles. You know, what do you view as your, your greatest strength as a DB? Mm-hmm. You know, I would say um, just honestly studying, you know, studying what um, other teams are doing, you know, um, when I go into a game, I want to be prepared, um, when they go into this formation, what are their tendencies? Um, and just, just being open-minded, you know, um, listening to teammates, listening to their feedback, what they're seeing. Um, it's just, it's a team game, you know, that, uh, that definitely sounds like the, the answer of somebody who's played, who's comes from, you know, somebody who played football at a high level. I'm curious, you know, with your dad, how big of an influence has he been on your football career so far? Oh, I mean, he's, uh, he's taught me so many things, you know, um, since I was five year old, five years old, just running around in the backyard to um, up to last year, you know, just coaching me at a uh, safety, you know, he, he's, uh, he's taught me a lot. And, um, you know, it's cool having him as a dad, you know, and then also as a coach, um, you can't, can't ask for it better. Did you ever feel like maybe a greater sense of pressure just given, you know, that your dad, he was, you know, a Rams legend and he did make it to the NFL and then played in Super Bowls and all that. Definitely. I mean, um, there's, there's high expectations there, you know, um, I think growing up, he'd always coach me the hardest and push me the hardest, you know? Um, and that's just cause he wants me to succeed. And, um, you know, I see that and, I don't really feel any pressure, but I'm definitely motivated to do the same thing he did and, um, you know, um, stand out at CSU and then uh, go on, go on from there. You know, one of the things that Keevan Bailey said when he got to CSU was kind of, you know, like, yes, my dad, you know, did all this great. He's a Hall of Famer, Broncos legend, all of that. But, you know, he wants to establish his own identity. Is that, you know, kind of a conversation you've had, like, with your own, with your dad? You know, it's great, you know, everything he's accomplished, it's exciting. But at the end of the day, like, you got to go and do your own thing. No, for sure. Um, this was, this was completely um, my own decision. You know, it really had nothing to do with my dad playing at CSU. Um, I thought that was awesome. And uh, I still do. But um, I, I want my own, um, you know, I want, I want to make my, a name for my own self, you know, and um, I want to be known for me. No. Did you grow up following CSU closely at all? I mean, it, it's, it was kind of a tough time to be a Rams fan, like during much of your childhood, obviously. For sure. Yeah. Um, you know, I remember um, from being seven years old, just going to uh, camps and competing, having fun, you know, just running around with friends and, um, and then growing up and going to, going to games um, with my little brother and, uh, my sister just taking the whole family and watching and then um eventually you know till uh last year just going on visits and um with coach bobo and and that staff and um i've, I've just grown up around csu and always felt comfortable with it so it's, it's a great opportunity 
you know, it, it sounds like it was an independent decision of yours, but obviously your dad had to be pretty stoked when you, when you did commit, you know, what was your family's reaction? What were they saying? Are they going to be able to come to a lot of games? Definitely. Yeah. I got a lot of family and friends, um, in Fort Collins and Colorado, you know, and they're excited and, uh, they can't wait to watch me play and wait for me to get up there. And my dad was definitely excited. My whole family, um, he just wanted what, what I wanted, wherever it was, you know? So, um, he, but they were stoked. I mean, um, for, for uh, me to go where he played, you know, that's gotta, it's gotta mean something. We'll get back to that interview in just a second, but first golf is here. That's right. We have another full weekend of golf ahead of us. And even though the trophy is reserved for the winner, the big cash winnings don't have to be. To add to the excitement, DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top rated sportsbook app is putting you in the center of the action with a signup bonus of up to $1,000. Head to the app right now. Check out all that they have to offer, including player props, day-by-day action, and even hole-by-hole live betting. Plus, you know, DraftKings Sportsbook, it's a safe, secure, and reliable betting app, so you can deposit and withdraw your funds at your convenience. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use the code DNVR when you sign up. For a limited time, all new users can get a sign-up bonus of up to $1,000. That's right, DraftKings Sportsbook is going all out with a sign-up bonus of up to $1,000. Just enter the code DNVR when you sign up. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, must be 21 or older, Colorado-only, bonus comprised of a first deposit bonus and a first bet match, each up to $500. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough restrictions to apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Have a gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. You know, not to not to downplay the opportunities that you've been given, you know, at CSU, New Mexico, New Mexico State, some of these other programs. Um, but it, it seems like, you know, a lot of the the people that are committing to CSU right now, a common feeling amongst them is just kind of like they're they've been undervalued, under recruited throughout this whole process. I saw you retweeted, you know, the thing where the guy replied to me talking about how, you know, you're you're one of the but you were one of the best players in the state. Do you personally feel like you were under recruited a little bit? Um, you know, I've, I've, I've grown up always kind of with the chip on my shoulder, you know, to, um, just prove I'm the best and, you know, whatever, whatever it is I do. And, um, you know, obviously, um, I, I'd want to say that, but there's no other place I'd want to be than CSU with coach Adazio and the rest of the staff. I mean, I just, I just can't wait to get started. It feels right. Um, and I, I just know I'm supposed to be here. Have you been in contact with some of the other commits? It sounds like everybody's kind of, you know, becoming friends early and, and starting with the group chat and all that. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, we got a group chat and um, talking to a lot of guys. I know Luke McAllister, the quarterback commit, um, we, we talk a decent amount. And Justin Michael, uh, we grew up together uh, playing Pop Warner since we were uh, fifth grade, fourth grade. And uh, so, so it was awesome. You know, he committed first. And he's like, you got to commit. We're getting all these guys, you know, and, um, but no, it's, it's been a, it's been a great process. It's a great group of dudes and um, very talented too. You know, I, I know you're in Arizona now, but just given your Colorado background and with all these guys, is it kind of cool to see CSU really like ramping up the in-state recruiting and, and getting some of these top guys to actually stay in state? Oh, for sure. I mean, it's been it's been awesome seeing that. I think there's a lot of talent in Colorado, and I think it's uh, very under recruited. So, um, the fact that coach is going after the um, Colorado's best talent and just you know trying to get them to stay in state, 
Um, that's that's what we need. You know, I, I didn't want to focus too much on you know coronavirus and all that, just because everybody's been living through it the last couple of months. But were you ever did it did it factor into your decision at all? Given that you know there there may not be a fall football season, I know it, it kind of seems like things are heading in the right direction right now. Finally, but you know, especially a couple months ago when I was talking to guys, they were like, "Yeah, well, I mean, it was it was kind of something I considered." Yeah, no, I mean, um, definitely. Like, there's not much you can do. You know, there's there's uh, bigger problems in the world, and um, you know, you can only control what you what you can control. So, um, I just kept my head down. You know, kept working, um, working with the team whenever we could, uh, working alone. Um, we did a lot of Zoom meetings. Um, you know, probably if I had to guess, we had to be most in the state. I mean, would meet, uh, every week, multiple times a week for offense and defense, but, um, you know, it's been great, you know, has it, has it kind of tested some people's will in your opinion, just like high school players kind of like, you really got to want it right now. You know, you got, you got to find a way to stay in shape. You got to find a way to study the playbook. It's, it's not, you know, be here at five and we have all the equipment ready. It's, it's really on the players to get it done. No, for sure. And I think, um, I think a lot of, uh, players have stepped up, you know, um, they know they got to get their own workouts in and, um, they got to train by themselves and, um, we got a, we got a great group of players. And, you know, if you're, if you're motivated enough to do it, you know, everyone's got that team mentality, team first, and, uh, you know, they don't want to be the weak link. They want to succeed and they don't want to, they don't want to hold anyone else back. You know, they don't want it to be on them. One of the things I always like to ask everybody is, you know, with the whole swag being such a big part of the recruiting process now, the different jerseys, the helmets, you know, which is your favorite? Which uniforms do you like the most? Oh, you know, I, I like them all, but I, I probably like I probably like the orange ones. I do too, man. I know, like the state pride ones are sweet, but something about they, that they orange cool. and green just pops. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, Love I like them. it. Good choice. All right. And then, you know, the last thing I just want to ask you here. What's, you know, what's your vision for CSU football three years from three, four years from now, whatever it is, let's say, you know, you're on the field. What, what would make this whole process successful in your opinion? You know, um, I just want a place where I can go and, um, I can compete, um, with like-minded players, um, and coaches and, uh, win championships. You know, we just want to win games, uh, put CSU on the map, you know, show, show that we're a team and we're here to compete, you know, um, but I mean, really just, it's all about competing, you know? Definitely. Definitely always about competing. Jack, dude, thank you so much for doing this. It was, it was great to get your perspective. I know, you know, Ram fans are obviously incredibly stoked about your commitment and, and you coming back and, you know, good luck out in Arizona. You know, personally, I kind of wish you were at, at Valor so I could watch you play <laughs> a little bit more, but you know, good luck. I really appreciate it. Thank you for your time. Absolutely, man. <laughs>